welcome everybody to episode 140 of the Dorkspin Podcast. I'm Nate, aka Angry Nate. I am Clint's visible scalp. <laughs> I'm the rest of Clint. Are you though? I, I hope so. Or Who's about just... to get arrested? I hear sirens in the yeah, background. Look, this. Yeah, these. Mike is very sensitive. They're far away. Like even I can barely hear it. Oh, so you still have time to get away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're looking for uh they're looking for me, probably. No? I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. Shame. They brought MC home, he was lost. <laughs> Shout out to MC. Doesn't he have uh I bet you if you look on the inside of his jacket, his mom probably sewed his address in there. Be like in- <laughs> She probably wow. chipped him. Oh so maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we haven't been on in a while, but we're already back to where we started. All right. Yeah. What, off topic? Well, that and bashing MC, <laughs> apparently. It's true. Oh, you're next. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. We're just don't worry. I, that, that makes a little more sense. I mean, at least I can pretend to defend myself. MC wouldn't defend himself if he was here in person. Fair and enough. we'll he never hear this. And he would never Also, fair enough. <laughs> That's true. Anyways, welcome. It's been, it's been a minute, as the kids say. Um... But make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, you can always email it, email us at dorksmanandgmail.com. I'm actually going to update that email um, for reasons you'll find out as we uh, continue to record this episode. And Clint's apparently masturbating. Uh, <laughs> the camera. Apparently. Um, apparently. Um, but yeah, uh, you can always email us and stuff. You can always find us on Twitter or individual Twitter accounts or even before, before we recorded, account. we realized that there's an account, the dorksman, no underscore on Twitter. And it's for a band. We think from 2013, you can follow them as well, but just don't get the two confused. Josh and the dorksman. Get it right. Josh, That's right. Josh is apparently not a dorksman, but the rest of them are. What if it's actually our Josh? That, Josh that we know. That'd be impressive just because it started in 2013. <laughs> that would be really impressive. Also, I want to know what kind of music they play. Do you, though? I'm I do. I do. I don't ska. know if I want to hear it. I just want to know it. I didn't say I want to hear it. I want to it's know ska. it. It's Ska. I know it is. I like Ska. I'm okay with that. I knew you would. I like Real Big Fish and Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and so on. Really? So anyway. Anyway, continue, Nate. Do I need to? What else? Well, do, do, don't we need to talk about a little bingo? Oh, yeah, bingo. We have a bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a bingo card. Uh, Get your markers bingo. ready. Dorksmanbingo.com. Uh, make sure to play. And uh, thank you to Larry from SDS Guys for building that wonderful redirect for us. And of course, uh, congratulations to Andrew and his Colorado Avalanche. I guess you're a Colorado Avalanche too mm-hmm. yep. for winning the Stanley Cup. Thank you. Um, you know, so thank you uh, to Andrew for building that for us as well because. Um, Without it, we wouldn't have a wicked awesome bingo card. I want to see bingo halls start to do podcasts, and then they give all the women the podcast bingo cards, and that's how they win. <laughs> like that's that's how we get popular. That that's would actually be off. fun if if somebody's doing an SDCC or any panel at a convention. That'd be a fun way to do it. Hand out hmm. markers and hand out the actual cards, and let them do it as they play live. That'd be kind of neat. Shout out to Clint's mom. How many, how many different variations of the card would you need, though? Because, like, if you think about it, let's just say, like, at a small con, like, ECCC, like, that's fine, right? Because there's only, like, maybe, like, 100, 150 people in the room. 
But if you're talking like SDCC, where you know like the hundreds, like can you imagine like handing out a bingo card to Hall H, like that <laughs> would be hectic. It'd be a mad dash to see who gets the microphone first with their bingo card. Well, but I mean, I yeah, I you need a bunch, but we'd actually probably have it. We have probably multiple cards worth by themselves, of individual things. So it would be different combinations, and I mean, even mm-hmm. two spots switched counts as a different combination. So there'd probably be a few in there. Anyway, Let's do it. play some bingo. Play and some if you bingo. don't know what bingo is, Google it. I see where we're starting. <laughs> God, it's been a minute, man. The bell's dusty. I'm surprised it works. It has been a minute. I'm surprised the bell still works. I was actually surprised it's here. Ava's moved it a couple times. so She loves that bell. She, she does. It, it goes well with other things she's doing. It works great as a doorbell for her Barbies. It's, she loves the bell more than I do. That's for damn sure. Well, that's not, <laughs> that's not, <laughs> that's not saying much. Yeah, but that's not saying much. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into our probably arguably our favorite segment. Um, <laughs> arguably, because we're arguing. Uh, ask the dorksman. Hashtag ask the dorksman. Uh, we got a couple of questions today from our good friend Manny. Manny, I'm sorry I won't be able to see you at SDCC this year. Oh. Uh, Joey will represent us. Yes. Um, He's super tall. If you forget what he looks like, he's just super tall. <laughs> just look up, you'll find him. Yeah, just look for the shade and like you know, he's just the tallest person. I'll be the one with the pineapple on my head. Yes. Oh, I look forward to those pictures then. Not really happening. Not happening. Oh. Lying oh. down. You lie. I do. I quit. Anyways, he's out. Manny's first question. He's got two questions today because Manny, that's how much you mean to us. Uh, his first question is. Uh, Kevin Feige has stated that there has been hints of the next big threat in the Marvel Universe. Who would you guess is the next big Marvel baddie? Um, for Manny, he thinks uh, because the multiverse, the rings, the lore, gods and bracelets uh, bracelets have appeared, uh, he hopes to see Doom or the Living Tribunal appear next. It's, a, it's an interesting question because... I don't know what extent he means by like teased or hinted at or, or whatever Feige's getting at. Because, I mean, I think th- uh, the Thanos stuff was, I mean, pretty obvious, right? I mean, he was in end of credit scenes and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, whereas, you know, it could have just been a, a random mention of a, of a planet or uh, something else related to that person but not have actually showed the person yet. Um, or even mention the person's name. So uh, I, I'm just going to go on who I believe it's going to be. Um, I I think there's a lot of possibility to do um, the He Who Remains character from Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, we know already that he's going to appear in Ant-Man 3, the Quantumania one. Um, it's it's somebody who could obviously I think take up that mantle uh, because the character is complex enough because of all the different versions of him across time. Um, so that's who I'm going with that I think it is. Uh, I know this wasn't asked, but who I would like it to be. I think it'd be kind of cool to see Doom put in there, but I just think there's too much world building that needs to be done for him to be the next big bad. But. I, Again, we've talked about this before on the show. I think they're behind with that because we've had Very so much. many movies out and there's so many more movies announced that are not team-up movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we don't have to have an Avengers team-up movie every year, 
but I would think every couple of years it would almost make sense to kind of you know bring everybody back across together. So I, I really don't know what the plan is. It's very interesting to see how things are going to shake out. But um, you know, uh, Marvel's got a panel again at Hall H mm-hmm. um, at SDCC. So I'm wondering if that's going to be revealed then. So this should be pretty interesting. Yeah, coming up good. in the next couple of weeks. Good point. I don't have much to add. I I think. I think uh, you're. I'm, I agree with you on most of it. I wouldn't mind eventually seeing Galactus, and I know I don't know enough Marvel to really get farther into it. But yeah, Doom I think would be cool, and I think they can create Doom in the final final four in the yes, <laughs> uh, it's more Fantastic Four, maybe. right? In the Fantastic <laughs> Four when they do that, uh, you know, at least at least you know, or or origin story for him, and then have him introduced in that point, but. Um, I'm kind of yeah. I think I think King the Conqueror makes a lot of sense, or not King? Yeah, King the Conqueror, or he yeah, remains Conqueror. makes sense, or uh, Doom, or or Galactus. But I enjoy the movies. I, I and Feige, I trust. I know I've said that. I'm looking forward to Thor this upcoming Sunday when we're recording this or this weekend. So I'm uh, I'm excited, but you know we'll see what Hall H. Joey can report back to us on Hall H. <laughs> if if I can cool. get in. Wristband handouts, I think, right around the same time as fun days. So we shall see. We're, we're, well, if we're planning on trying. We're, we're planning on was, trying because I was a lot of kidding. us want to go. I was absolutely kidding. I understand that. But we're going to try. Okay. We're uh, going to try. I wish you luck. I wish you all the luck. Off topic, off topic here. If you could guarantee yourself a Hall H without having to sleep overnight to get a good seat or miss out on the box of fun you can attend the rest of fun days and you can see the rest of the reveals but you don't get a box of fun would you would you make that trade would you make a front row hall hc trade for a box of fun is what i'm asking i don't think so i wouldn't no no i don't think so And, and here's why um let me give you an example this past weekend was denver fan expo which you know doesn't hold a candle to sdcc but i did go to the billy west panel which was actually very entertaining and very fun to listen to. I asked a question. It was great. But I didn't need to be up front to see him. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have to have the best seat in the house to, oh, my God, it's Billy West. Like, I was fine sitting kind of in the back, off to the side, listening. There were screens. So I don't necessarily need a great seat to enjoy the panel. Right. So that's my thought. I mean, I would rather have a box of fun and actually, because that's such a fun event, than have to have a good seat. Now, if you said get into Hall H at all, that might change. I don't know, but mm-hmm. but for a good seat, no. But anyway. to get into Hall H at all. To get into Hall H at all, <laughs> I might be willing to. Right? <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> honest. I don't think I would. <laughs> no? Because the way I'm looking at it is at the end result, what do you have? At the end the end result of Hall H is you have information that everybody else has three seconds later um True. at the end of the fun days you have the box of fun you have something and you probably get to see a fight with some some, uh, some scammers you can keep and... <laughs> yeah. no, um, no, no. now the thing is for me though it's an experience you know you can't you right. can't replace That's, or yeah. sell an experience and it, it'd be one time thing and i think me. i would have to experience it once to be able to justify making that decision that's fair. For like another go around. Like I've, I, I've yeah. done fun days, so I know what that's about. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they shove it full of tiki's again, then yeah, I'll take the Hall H thing if they're going to have tiki's <laughs> oh. in the box again. Dude, I would trade a lot less for the tiki's. I like <laughs> my tiki's, but I get chocolate it. Chocolate bar? Like I'll, I'll trade you chocolate bar for my tiki's. Even if it's well, half eaten. 
Nate, we're gonna have a talk then. No, it's, 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 you're right. Like they're both good experiences, right? And they're both things that um, I would obviously enjoy going to. But I think I would, at this current stage, if I had to choose right now, I would absolutely trade um, for a spot in Hall H, given how incredibly difficult it is to get in there. Right. Um, and especially being, I think this year would mean a lot more purely because it's been years since we've had a Hall H like yeah, this. Yeah, the, 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 the energy in there is going to be electric. Yeah, I agree so I feel, like, I feel like Marvel is going to impress. They always impress during SCCC. There's, there, I don't think there's ever been a really kind of not good announcement that they've made or like some kind of like just some sort of, you know, MCU style hype. But mm-hmm. I fully expect a big baddie reveal at Hall H this year. 100 percent. if that doesn't happen i I will actually be upset i'm not going to tweet about it and you know send death threats because you're an idiot if you do that but i will absolutely be i would be disappointed if there's no reveal of like so so the interesting thing is they they plotted out if i'm thinking about this correctly so the last time was 2019 Mm -hmm. they plotted out everything through thor tomorrow i think Hmm. Could have maybe been the Wakanda movie, which was, you know, Black Panther 2 originally. Um, But not much further than we are now. So I'm wondering, okay, so are they going to do the same thing? Are they going to give us three years from now, which we already know some of that? Or are they going to do three years additional to what's already been announced? You know, because I think they've got stuff through, what, 2024 announced right now? Um, So I'm just wondering how far out they're going to go with announcements. Sure. Or are they just gonna just basically give more information on what's already been announced? It's it's gonna be interesting. It's like I said, because they couldn't really hold off for a panel that hasn't happened the last two years to make these announcements. So things have have been trickling out. So we know what's coming. I think Fantastic Four is the last thing that's been announced, and that's sometime I believe in 2024. I'd have to look it up, but I'm too lazy to do that. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how far out. That's my other. I guess question is I'm wondering how far out they're going to announce stuff. Like, are we going to go through like, Oh, here's what's coming through 2027. And that's when you'll finally get the big bad is in 2027. And the next Avengers team up movie five years from now. Uh, Nate, you never answered the question, by the way, (laughs) Manny's original question. You never answered it. I see. I'm still holding out hope that we see Galactus. I think that is a worthy team up situation um i think anything i mean kang is like he's he's super cool and i think like you know like that character there's a lot of potential there but i think if they're going to continue with loki season two um if there's still the rumors of fantastic four uh happening like you know he can fit in the side story of you know timeline baddie and then we have world-changing baddie, which I'm praying is Galactus, because that would be fucking cool if at Hall H, they're just like, all they do is tease, like, the shadow of Galactus. And, like, that's literally all they need to do. And then, like, Hall H would just explode. And I think, like, <laughs> that ties into the possibility of seeing, like, Silver Surfer, Fantastic Four. Like, it sets up a lot more um, things like that. But as to Joey's point, I think, yes, they've, announced the roadmap up until 2024 which is all leading up to what secret invasion um is is like kind of this phase of it and then i think phase five is um what is phase five 
yeah, phase five is Secret Wars, which is like the conclusion or part of the conclusion, and then working towards uh, Annihilation is what is what they're listing 20, 2026 to twenty twenty seven is what the rumor is. So it's possible that this is like we're still five years out from the wrapping of you know these next years. And it, it's right? crazy when you think about how many Avengers team up movies we had in the early span phases. of time yeah. when, when we haven't had anything since yeah. you know yeah. uh endgame but you had endgame you had infinity war um you had civil war i'd really consider that a team up even though sure. it was technically mm-hmm. not an avengers movie uh age of ultron and then of course the original avengers movie so t- in my mind that's four um and we haven't had one since so i, I feel like we're kind of lacking a little bit on that front but i kind of have a follow-up question it's it's more geared towards clint because i think he's more of a fan but definitely open for for nate to chime in too what what would you think if with the inclusion now of the rights to the x-men if the next big bad is magneto yeah (laughs) i totally thought that to be completely Mm -hmm. honest um i like it one thing though i like about what marvel's done is and this, this goes with some of my favorite Marvel movies like Ant-Man, is it's something I just didn't know and hasn't gotten a lot of, you know, I don't want to say love, but it hasn't been as widely featured through the years. So uh, I, I'm excited for when the X-Men come, but I definitely don't want it rushed. I definitely don't want it done right. And uh, and that, if that involves having to develop Magneto's arc, I'm okay with that. Do you so, think he's big enough of a, of a villain to support being a justification for a team-up movie, so to speak, like Thanos was? Not not to the extent that Thanos was. You know who See, would See, I be, don't though. think so either. But I, I think, think Apocalypse would be. If, if, if it done was done right. Yeah. yeah. But, but well, I mean, everything's... In, I'm assuming all those characters are going to be mm-hmm. recast. I mean, I could be wrong, right. but I'm assuming they're all going to be recast. So it's like, again, and that. it depends on yeah. how they want to do it i don't know if they're gonna say well they were from a different multiverse you know or they mm-hmm. were from universe xyz whatever number they want to throw on it earth whatever yeah right and then these are the versions from here i i don't know there's or there's so the, much speculation we can get into but. or if the multiverse opening led themselves to mutation and that's how it starts or something i mean they, they yep. have like they you can said, they can literally say whatever they want like yeah. anything could be canon at this point because of so, the timeline splitting right but that's kind of cool too they, they have options yeah. and i mean like the spider-man like it was cool that they made it actually mean something so uh but to answer your question i don't think magneto initially at least would have enough but i think apocalypse would that'd be interesting to see what they do if they do redo some of the old characters Mm -hmm. like i'd be interested to see how they do it like again we've we've, we've talked about this many many times we trust obviously we can't do anything but trust um Mm -hmm. you know and all those people that are in charge and they they truly genuinely never let us down like i don't think I've actually ever, I don't think I've been disappointed in anything that I've seen in the MCU. I, I haven't really been disappointed with anything in the movie version, but I have been disappointed in a few things in the Disney Plus series uh, that have come out I, okay. as far as what we've grown to expect. And again, I think some of that is us, you know, just expecting brilliance every time and, and you can't really get that every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some of the Disney Plus direction has not been my my favorite. Right. So sure. you go uh, we'll see. send some death threats about it. Yeah, because <laughs> you have nothing better to do with your time. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I have faith. I do. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I'm 
be fun. Either way, it'll be fun. Yeah, I'll watch it either way. Look yeah, either way, I'll watch it. Yeah. 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 Um, thank you, Manny, for that question. And, of course, we've got your second question here uh, as well. So his question is, if you were a soup in the boys, uh, what abilities would you have? Uh, his ability says he would like to be lucky. Then he can play the lottery or go to casino <laughs> and win all the time. Manny, you read my mind. Um, <laughs> but, yes, uh, for those of you that haven't watched the boys – Highly recommend it. Season three is wrapping up this weekend, I believe. Yep. I'm super behind. I watched the first episode of this season and the first five minutes. My God, it is nothing like you've ever seen before on TV. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed if this is your type of show. Like if you like the uh, more, what's the best word? Visceral uh, uh, take on superheroes and more, uh, raw and violent take on superheroes uh, and what they could be. I highly recommend this. I also recommend reading the comics. The comics are really good. Does the show line up well with the comics? They it's in the same vein. They did they do the comics okay. justice. It's, okay, it's different because there's certain things like that they they weren't able to adapt over. But in general, uh, I would say that the show does justice to the comics. Joy, what would it, your powers be? Well, first of all, it's just... It, it's one of those questions where I don't want to answer it like, just what superpower would you have? Because that's not what he asked. You know, he asked, you know, if you were in the boys, like if you were in that universe, right, in that universe what, yeah. what superpower would you have? And I, I don't know exactly what to call this superpower. Um, I don't want to say it's like invisibility, but it would basically be an ability to be untraceable and the reason i say that is because who can stop homelander and 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 i think that's the threat that everybody would be concerned with if you lived in that universe was you know because i mean he's he's everything right he's just a you know a evil psychotic version of of superman you know just imagine if superman went went rogue and i know in some of the comics he was uh, a bad guy type character but um, I mean, like Homelander's just a sociopath with the ability to do literally everything, and so I think that's what I would need to pick is something to just make myself untraceable to where if he was mad at me, I could do whatever and he would not be able to find me. I, I'm a little annoyed at you because uh, I, okay, so when Nate says he's super behind, he means he's behind, and I'm super behind because I have not seen any of it yet. So uh, I cannot. <laughs> Perfect question I, for you to answer then. Right, but I I uh, I, I can't uh, answer it in terms of the boys. I, it's not that I don't want to see the show either. Only heard good things. It's right up my alley. Time, you know, time is of the essence. Is is going to be an underlining theme for the rest of my life. But the uh, since I have to have a superpower, I actually was thinking invisibility. But the reason I was thinking it is episode 100 or episode 41 of Strong Bad Emails will answer why I want to have that. It answers exactly why I would want to be invisible. Anyway, um, that's that's my answer. I'm sorry, but uh, ask me again in like three years. Maybe I've, I've seen the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it takes man, some time to watch it if you do have time to watch. I, it's on, dude. It's on the Definitely list. And it, the problem is. The problem is I, I have a five-year-old, so it's hard yeah, to get yeah, away yeah. to watch shows like that and, you know, escape. And oh, yeah, you definitely – this is not a show for children. Right. I promise. Uh, it's, this is, and this it's, is yeah. not even just the volume. Like, like not even just audio. Like, you know, right, right. Visuals aside, like, you know, they shouldn't be listening to these. Somehow movies. I did it for Stranger Things, but I, I couldn't I – uh, I just haven't done it for that yet. Yeah. 
But Stranger Things also, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, today. Mm-hmm. But Stranger Things is just, I'm, I haven't started the season, but it's just, to see the run times, it's like, I have to dedicate, it's like setting aside time to watch a movie for every episode, which is great, because I think like that's, if that's your story you're telling and that's what you need to do, by all means, do it. I will, I will find the time to watch it, just it won't be anytime soon. Yeah, it, it's difficult for the normal working eight to five, Monday through Friday, or a slight variation of that person. Like, I just get lucky that I have like super long breaks in a row where I can just literally just sit down and instead of working for eight hours, just binge TV for eight hours. And that'd be perfectly fine because I'm still at home getting paid. Sure. Um, but yeah, the, the, the episode length doesn't make it difficult for just kind of the casual, uh, binge watcher so to speak to be able to make it through and i have read that the duffer brothers have said that next season they're not planning on doing that same thing and i'm not quite sure what the deal was i don't i don't know if i've seen anything specific uh as to why they did it the way they did because they could have easily chopped some stuff up and and added two more episodes for some reason, maybe just the way that they edited it, it well, didn't make sense to do yeah. it that way. I, I don't know, but they have said it won't be like that for the final. Well, the, part of the problem is, Nate, I'm, I'm going to do my best not to spoil anything, is there's just so many different factions this time. They're not all in the same place doing the same so, thing. So I was talking Ooh. to both the kids when I was um, when we were watching it. Is I, I said it felt a lot like the later seasons of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. where there were so many main characters for you to keep up with. There was no reasonable, I think, way writing-wise to keep that whole group together. Because, right. you know, it's just grown over the years with the addition of Max and Erica, you know, and even mm-hmm. this season they've added a couple of new characters as well that, you know, survived. And so that's more people that I'm sure will be coming back next season that you have to deal with. Now, again, I have seen where they said that everything will happen in Hawkins uh, next uh, season. Uh, and I'm trying not to say stuff to, to ruin it for Nate. Sure. Um, but they also mentioned something about and seeing familiar pairings. So that makes me think that even though they will all still be in Hawkins that final season, they will still be divided up doing like different side quests almost um, during the course of the season. So I wouldn't expect right. to see the whole cast of characters together uh, on the screen at the same time for much. No, but at the same time, they'll at least be centrally located. And, yes, and I think that will help, thing. too. Yeah. I think that was probably one of my biggest complaints this season was how disjointed it felt because of the fact that they were spread out so mm-hmm. far and were trying to follow these multiple storylines that are going on. And, and they did an okay job. I mean, it could have been worse. Like Game of Thrones, like there was a whole <laughs> half season where they didn't show Bran and deal with his storyline, right? And so at least they didn't do that um, with Stranger Things, but... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the to the final season and and seeing the wrap up and then seeing what they have in store for the uh, spinoff uh, that they're supposed to be having. Well, the spinoff too is is not the the brothers themselves; it's somebody else with them consulting, right? I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know they just did form. Uh, it was out today. Uh, their own production company, the Upside Down Production mm-hmm. Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a few things that they're working on. They're like one of the things they're working on doing is a live action version of the uh, anime called Death Note. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're I familiar that. with that or not. Um, so that ought to be interesting to see see what they're going to do in the future. There wasn't a whole lot that came out uh, no. today, but 
um hey look capitalize on your popularity while it's while it's there you know what i'm saying yeah so no, I, I i i like kind of the same thing with feige i have faith that there were a lot of questions and um decisions i wouldn't have made in the show but there are um you know that i they seem to know what they're doing and they're entertaining me so i'm gonna keep it up but nate just a heads up that final episode is two and a half hours long so yeah oh uh, yeah like i said i looked at the run times and i was like Oh man, this is this is great because I I'm a big fan of Stranger Things. I think they what they've done in that space is uh, it's pretty incredible. Like it's mm-hmm. like um, I'm not a big horror guy as like we've talked about, but sure, this kind of fills that. Well, it's psychological that. more than yeah, more than like yeah, blood and yeah. gore and yeah, and, and I, I like that much I more than the jump scares and shit like mm-hmm. that. Exactly, there's still I'm the a couple way. of jump scares here and there just because it's it's dark and you do it to yourself, right? Cause like, you, you know, you're, you're watching the show and everything's dark and you're just like, something's going to happen. Something's going to, you, you psych yourself out basically. They, they um, do jump scares in my, you know, my kids shows. So they're going to be, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not cheap. It's not just yeah, to right. get people jumping in their seats and stuff like that. I'm, right. I'm the There's same way Nate is. I, right. I, I can't stay in jump scares, but I do like a good thriller or psychological thriller. Like the first thing that comes to mind whenever you say that is like the Hannibal, movies mm-hmm. silence mm-hmm. of the lambs and red dragon and all that like that that's the kind of stuff that i like and i do enjoy stranger things because again it is kind of in the horror franchise and i'm able to watch it and not just be jumping out of my seat i just my anxiety level can't can't handle that well, i totally get it but anyway i would recommend it anyway i haven't seen it but yeah you got you got to dedicate you might want to plan a few things out because uh it, it takes some time so what have you been watching nate because i know you've been watching something We've been we've been still working through um, for dinner time. We're sitting around watching Fresh Off the Boat. Love <laughs> oh it. yes, love it. It gets better and better. Like honestly, the show is so good, and we're like we just started. We're gonna start season five tonight. So we've been going through that. Is this and your second time through it? We I think we did like the first three seasons previously, and then when it's oh, on okay. Disney Plus, we're like, okay, we're we're watching the whole thing from the beginning. I um, loved it. Yeah, it's really good, and I I really like like so far right now they, um, they've gotten to the point where it's uh, they're speaking a lot about they're tying into real world issues and stuff, which is it's cool because it's like you know like they they don't need to do that, but they're 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 finding a good way to deal with um, uh, kind of being ahead of the curve a little bit on some of the stuff that wasn't really talked about in the in the nineties when they were. Uh, portray the, the time the time yeah. that they're portraying so i i like that a lot and honestly the, the everyone's perfectly cast um mm-hmm. i agree um, completely on that yeah so um, i'm super excited to, to finish this off and then uh for the evenings like when we do have time we're still watching we're working our way through alias still we've got like one more season of alias to go and uh, we started umbrella academy uh this season of umbrella academy is mm-hmm. good yes uh, it's a really good season um I really enjoy the way that they handled and kind of addressed uh, Elliot uh, Elliot's transition. Um, yeah, you know, I think that was a really good job. It's really cute, like just the family and stuff, and how they're just like, what was it Luther? It was like, do you want a party? Like, yeah, or you party? It's just like it's just like it's so innocent, right? And it was just like I thought it was just really well done. And there's just, um, I think the one the, the the one scene that was just like perfect for me was uh, the the harlan scene when they were um he was just sitting on the uh he was just sitting there and then he goes like oh i, I heard your family's calling you elliot now is that is that you know who you want to be known as or is that what you want me to call you and he's like yeah and harlan's like cool 
<laughs> it's just like, all right, that's cool. There's there's no explanation either. This is, this is who I am. This is what I want. And it's not hurting anybody. Let's do it. It's showing yeah. like real world application of the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was handled handled well too. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing they could, could have maybe done differently is if you wanted to like be actually um, realistic about it, is have somebody kind of objecting to it, so to speak, and them having to work through that. Um, but that may not have been something that they wanted just to kind of include in the writing um, throughout the season and, and focus on it too much. But um, it was nice that they just addressed it in the first place instead of just like kind of just leaving it be because I was wondering myself how they were going to address it. And I think they did a pretty good job. Nice. Uh, I was wondering. It. Yeah. Cause I was awesome. wondering, I was like, well, you know, they're, they're always jumping around and stuff to different timelines. Is that how they're going to do it and bring her character back and make it a him at that point, you know, and, and that's how it is. But it was just like the actor, himself and you know what happened he just said this is who i am this is who i've always been and so i thought it was nice to incorporate his actual story into what took place instead of doing it i guess the way that i had imagined that they would use some of the time travel stuff to to explain it so yeah and 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 it's my problem with the umbrella academy I, i love the show but i think it's one of those ones that leaves almost too much of a cliffhanger at the end of the season that it, that gets super annoying to me. It's like it's a long okay, time in between. Yeah, you know, it's like you can do a better job of that. Like you can leave a cliffhanger to set up the next season without it being like some big, huge, ridiculous cliffhanger. Like it reminds me of like freaking um oh what's the <laughs> show that me and Nate used to watch all the time and I gave up and Nate kept powering through it um, with oh. uh, James Spader in it. Oh, Blacklist. Blacklist, yes. It's like, oh, we're just going to throw this huge curveball cliffhanger at you for the last episode, and you can just deal with it. Ah, it gets on my nerves. And they do it all the time. Like, yes, they that's why I finally stopped. Like, they still do it. Like, and they, they, it got to the point where it was like, oh, this is like a midway break for the season, and they still do it. They st- There's no, like, um, here's a, here's, here's, we'll give you something, and then we'll just take a break, and then we'll pick up the story. It's like, big old cliffhanger. Here's four months of no episodes because mm-hmm. it's a winter break. And it's like, I guess that's right the now. one better one thing that's better about cable TV as opposed to streaming TV with cable TV. Usually the season finale is sometime around May. Uh, and then the season premiere for the next year is usually, unless it's like one of those, um, what I call like half season shows instead of like an episode run of like 22 or 24 episodes. It's more like 10 or 12. Yep. Um, but typically you just have to wait till September, right? So you're only waiting what four or five months, depending on kind of when it stops and when it ends within those months, which is not bad. But then you have streaming shows where you're waiting sometimes two or three years to figure out, you know, and the pandemic made that worse to where, you know, you had this big long lull of, uh, no production, for these shows and it's like uh, okay so it's been three years since we last saw you know something i think stranger things maybe it was three years i don't remember exactly what it was but, but yeah it's a while you know that's well the pandemic screwed things up i mean look at uh the rise of grew I, that movie was advertised for like two and a half years because it was mostly done but they still wanted to release it in theaters so they held on to it so everyone like we went and saw it and it's worth seeing by the way did you but, dress up in a suit 
I did not. <laughs> did I you did dress Ava up that. in a suit? No, I would have worn <laughs> at least my tuxedo t-shirt if I would have known ahead of time that that was happening. Because I wait, that was the the current so, meme. Yeah, whatever. But my point is, like, they they had shared so much in the movie that a lot of the best parts were already shared in the previews because there's been so many sneak peeks, previews, whatever you want to call them. So you know, it'll be interesting to see just how, like you said, some of these shows that do have gaps like that or anything comes back after this pandemic. You know what's what's the best thing you've seen at the movie theater recently? Because I know it's been about six or eight weeks since we since well, we recorded. Come on, this is an easy question, right? Um, I'll give Minions? you a clue. To, no, no, no. Uh, I'll give you a clue. It happened over Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> oh, Bob's Burgers. There it is. Yes. Oh, Bob's I, I, I would say it. I would say the Bob's Burgers movie. Uh, since we recorded last, I mean, there's been other sure. movies like the Batman and stuff like that came out since we uh, no since we recorded last. Not Bob's Burgers. No, that's what I'm saying. It's come out this year, but not oh, since we recorded. I see. So I'm just, I misunderstood. I'm just focusing on what we've seen since we sure. recorded last. I would say Bob's, but I was thoroughly impressed um, by Maverick. Um, I, I, I've I, heard that. Multiple times. I, I thought it was fantastic. Like, I wasn't expecting much. Like, I was just expecting a normal, you know, summer action movie, which it was. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was, like, just so far above the original. Like, I, uh, Amy and I watched the original, I don't know, a few days before we went and saw the movie. It was like, ah, we've got to watch it. So we went ahead and watched it. And it was good. It was a typical 80s action movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but this was just so much better. Uh, to me just just the action sequences were better the storyline even though it was kind of similar uh to the original was better the the just the cast of characters were great in it i loved seeing val kilmer back that whole scene with him and, and maverick meeting in his office was just fantastic i was just thoroughly impressed with what they did you know it's it's very not very often that you have a sequel that outdoes the original that well but in this case it 100 percent surpassed the original nate did you get a chance to go see it i did and i loved it i thought it was uh i saw it in imax which is pretty oh i really wanted to go see it yeah um the problem with the imax theaters here it's like they're pretty cramped so they're not like super Hmm. uh they're not spacious like the um like the 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 regular theaters where you got like a lot of leg room and right you know everything's just kind of jam-packed in there so it was like, it was visually, it was great. Uh, the theater could have been, I would have enjoyed it better in a, in a bigger theater. But yeah, I thought the movie was fantastic. They did a incredible job. Um, Tom Cruise is not human. Like just, <laughs> you know, knowing full well that he did all his own stunts and he, you know, he flew and he like, I mean, he was in the plane and like everything filmed in I was and I'm glad I'm super, super glad that he pushed and waited for a theater release because they would have. This movie is not. It's going to be fun on your TV in your own house, but seeing it in a theater and seeing it in IMAX, especially, I think is just. Oh, yeah. It's an experience. Absolutely needed it. It, It's what movies were were meant to be, right? When you go to see them in Mm -hmm. a theater, it's meant to be an experience with that size of the screen and the surround sound and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It definitely lived up to, you know, the hype, I think. Because I was kind of worried, you know, like mm-hmm. certain movies you just get get overhyped. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is so great and it's yeah. so much better than the original and this and that. And you're like, ah, oh, y'all are overhyping it and there's no way I'm going to love it that much. But I did. In fact, I was probably, it was probably undersold to me. Yes. 
as far as how how great it actually was. So yeah, I, I would have to put Maverick number one, and then Bob's Burgers number two. Sure. Well, and I, I have not seen either Top Gun. There's a whole debate on that. I know that, but I have not heard a single complaint about the second one about Maverick. I've heard everyone loved it. I've heard it blew everybody's expectations. So I'm not surprised. Uh, I guess there's theaters I didn't even know existed that you could see it in what's called 4D, where yeah, they actually have like the, the chairs move. Chairs yeah. Stuff, but- that would be really cool. I'd, I wouldn't mind experiencing that, especially for that movie. But uh, the, anyway, thing with, you... the thing with the first one is you have to realize, and just if you're going to watch the first one, fully expect it to be cheesy 80s movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And it, it lives up to that cheesy 80s movie mm-hmm. uh, vibe. And then what they did with Maverick was they had so many amazing callbacks, so many amazing so much uh, continuity from the original movie that it was just like, it literally felt like a sequel that could have been released like two years after the original movie. And like, I think that's what really sold me on it. But to me, it also, and I agree with what you said, 100% to me, it made it better. The fact that it had been nearly 30 years since the original one had, had come out or, or over 30 years, I guess. But whatever the timeline. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. But you know, the, the fact that it, it did wait that long, gave them a chance to do so much more in the interim with, you know, uh, technology and just, just everything else and being able to tell a, a slightly different story besides two years later, you know, this happens, you know, mm-hmm. where it's, you know, Oh, it's a second generation and, and all this stuff. I, I, I just, I thought it was fantastic. Awesome. Did you guys see Jurassic park? I did. I, I did was not. thoroughly I bored. Not. Really? <laughs> I was very bored. Yes. Like oh, that's disappointing. That that's one that the um, people saying how bad it was. It mm-hmm. was once again undersold. Like it was worse than that. Oh wow! To me, oh, I was well. just like you know, and I love the original Jurassic Park. Like, like the, the very old nineties one. Okay. Yeah, 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 the first one. It's still one of my favorite favorite movies of all time. Um, the second and third one to that that trilogy specifically was okay, like it was tolerable, but it still didn't even hold a candle to the first one. Sure. And then when they rebooted it uh, with Chris Pratt, that first one where it was like, oh, okay, it's Jurassic World now, and you know that I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool and stuff. And then they should have stopped uh, because the two that just came out after that were 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 no good, no good at all. Like That's I, I was. I was more than happy to to be going out of the theater once the credits started rolling. Wow, that's disappointing. Really? But but you know, I mean, there's only so much you can do with that concept, right? Like, I feel like oh, it's dinosaurs again. Oh, this it? time they have feathers. It's accurate. Oh, uh, oh, they genetically engineered a dinosaur this time and combined two, and it's like, and then they always manage to bring the T Rex in to fight mm-hmm. at the end <laughs> with some of the other dinosaurs. I'm like, oh, there's the T Rex again. Same T Rex from the original movie. Interesting. Still chewing stuff up. So, yeah, that was kind of disappointing. That Anybody see Lightyear? No. I have not. Just because, to me, it is one of those ones that I'm, I'm like, okay, I know it's going to be on Disney Plus here soon, so I'm just going to go ahead and wait for it to hit Disney Plus. I've heard mixed reviews, and I'm kind of I'm kind of hesitant because I think a lot of it was just, just bagging on it because of controversial stuff associated with it, which, I mean, we can get into if we want to, but... <laughs> Um, I think some of the criticism I've seen is actually like well-founded because like the reviews made no mention of the, the other stuff that people sure. were bagging on it for and review bombing it for. Sure. It was just like, realistically, this movie is not funny. 
it's not entertaining. They're like the mm. the socks cat is the most entertaining part of the entire movie. You're not wrong. I, I did see it, and I really like. I really I, socks was great. I was so worried they're going to make him some annoying sidekick kind of character, and they didn't. He was very fun and very tolerable. It was fun. I mean, it was neat to see the idea. I mean, it it just isn't Toy Story. You know what I mean? Um, there are some significant plot holes, I will say, but it was still fun to watch and. Um, you know, it was, it was interesting. Uh, I, I didn't, I, I like, of course, Pixar does such good stuff in my eyes anyway, but it, it wasn't, you know, it's not as good as Toy Story. It's not as good as Luca. It's not as good as the Monsters, Inc. It, it definitely wasn't the greatest and, um, but it was still tolerable and I enjoyed it and Ava enjoyed it, but it's, you know, it was her fourth movie ever. Uh, and as for the controversial part, I totally forgot about that to be honest, because it was so minor and stupid and doesn't even affect mm-hmm. anything whatsoever to even mention it. So, um, anyway. That's why I, uh, but I, I, I didn't mind it. And I think waiting for Disney Plus is a good call. I hope Pixar, though, picks it up because they've had some great films through the years and I'd love to see them get more theater recognition. I was bummed that Soul and Luca didn't make it to the theaters, but I kind of see why. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah, well, I think we've kind of passed um, the golden age of Pixar as it I, was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not to say they can't get some new new blood in there and kind of rejuvenate that, that whole studio and, and get back to the way they were with, I mean, if you think about what they were putting out, you're talking about toy story, you're talking about finding Nemo, you're talking about monsters, Inc. You're talking mm-hmm. about the Incredibles. You're talking about Wally and Ratatouille and up. I mean, those are not just considered like great Pixar movies, not just considered great animated movies, but those are considered just great movies, period. End of discussion. And we really haven't had much of that lately in the last several years, even before the pandemic came up. You know, it's like, you know, what's what's a great Pixar movie since then? You know, I mean, Toy mm-hmm. Story 4 maybe is. And, and that seemed like an unnecessary movie. It was done well. And I yeah, think a lot of it's nostalgia yeah. that, you know, helped kind of fuel the passion for it. But, I mean, other than that, what have they done in the last I don't know, five years. That's really, been I, I really did enjoy Luca and I've seen it a couple times now. Cause Ava really likes it. And I really enjoyed Luca. It wasn't bad. I'm not going to put it in the same category as good dinosaur, but, uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> but I would say it's, I don't know, middle tier. Like I don't put it in that finding Nemo Incredibles category that I just listed. It's definitely not tier one to me. Yeah. It's and it does mid tier, but that almost has to do with nostalgia and, and being new. You know what I mean, but I, I still, I, you're not wrong. I agree. They haven't had Coco. The same thing. I, I will, I will okay. give it up for Coco. Coco was great to me. Coco is probably Coco's somewhere yeah. in that tier one category. Yeah. Anyway, Lightyear was worth seeing, but yeah, I think Disney Plus is a great way to to view that. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait it out. Do you guys think it's more um, the storytelling that is struggling than like the art is like you know art only, the animation and stuff only gets better over time with technology. Um, with you know with other companies coming up and things like that so uh, you know is, do you think it's just a lack of original stories or you know, think, things like that I think it's a double-edged sword because you had so many people complaining for so long not just about Pixar but Hollywood in general that all they were doing was either doing sequels or reboots or mm. whatever and there wasn't enough original stories and now that they're doing all these original stories, it's hard for people to make connections with them because it's like, I don't know who this character is, you know, and it's it's like trying to give it a chance. And I think some of it is is writing too, because like you said, as far as the animation part of it, and I think they're getting great voice actors. It's not like they're just 
hiring anybody off the street to do it. I mean, they're they're getting good actors to to do these voices. I think it's a lot of it's just kind of slacking on the originality of these stories uh, that they're, that's a good point. they're putting out. I'll also add marketing. Uh, you know, the thing is with these other movies is there's been so much marketing behind it. And the other thing about Pixar is, you know, we can all tell you, we can all probably see the exact moment that Disney had their influence on Pixar. You know what I mean? Like going through the series, you could probably see which movie, and I don't know what it is, where exactly Disney's like, you have to do this. And I think that's been part of it too. Disney's more almost concerned sometimes about the merchandise. And I was about rest, to say that. Yeah than they are about the actual story. And that unfortunately affects Pixar. That's why they, I mean, Pixar, when they first came out, were completely against doing sequels. And I think even Toy Story 2 was like mm. the one exception they made. But every sequel after that was definitely a Disney-inspired sequel. And that's, right. you know, the Well, when story. you think about it, like, what, what kind of toys is Luke going to sell? What kind of toys is, you know, um, Soul you know, going to sell and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. and then you have, then you have Lightyear that comes out and you're like, Oh, that'll sell some toys. And then it just, it doesn't do well because the writing's not there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to, to me, it's it, the writing's got to be good. Mm-hmm. Up yeah. is one of the most beloved, oh, yeah. uh, Pixar movies. And really that's not a lot of merchandisable types. Can they? Yes. I mean, they have pops from it and they have other collectibles from up but it's not like cars where you have 800 million different from hot wheels to power wheels to stuff this and that and the other and you know nemo and toy story that just literally writes itself to be you know Mm -hmm. toys um i don't know i mean if if the writing's good the movie i think will will do well and it'll be you know held in high esteem for a while but if the writing's trash it doesn't it doesn't matter no i i'd agree with you on that i agree with you on that so hopefully there's some good stuff coming from pixar because again they have the pedigree it'd just be nice to see him actually crank that out what um what are some movies you're looking forward to here gentlemen Thor tomorrow Thor uh, tomorrow all right you're going you're going yeah, right i'm going for it, it. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to see the first show in tomorrow and probably go back and see it at some point, maybe this weekend with the wife, because she that's one of the Marvel characters she likes is is Thor. And it's um, it's definitely going to be like I've heard it's very similar in tone to Ragnarok, obviously, sure. with Waititi being the director again at the helm mm-hmm. of it. And so that movie I can watch on repeat. It's one of the Marvel movies I can just watch anytime, anywhere. Because it's not heavy, it's not serious. You know, it's like we're in game. Like I've got to mentally, you know, prepare myself for what all is going to be happening in in game. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to take in. Whereas Thor's just a good popcorn flick, you know. Um, so definitely that. And I sure. can't really. There's really nothing else this summer that just kind of jumps out to me. There's a few on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to go see the Elvis movie at some point, but it's not like, oh, I'm dying to get there and I just got to see it type of thing. I, I heard that one is long and they could cut some stuff out. Well, it is trying to tell like the whole man's life. So, you know, that, that you, you're going to get that with some, I'm just relaying the message. Yeah. I haven't seen it. So, yeah. Oh, I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, no, just, I'm trying to set, right. set the bar. <laughs> I, I am excited. What about Nope? Does anybody want to see Nope? I'm interested in it. Um, I don't. I mean, we've talked. We know the horror movie. I'll, yep. See, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, but it's super interesting. All the, all the Jordan Peele movies are. And that's like, the thing. If it wasn't a Jordan Peele right? movie, I wouldn't. But because it is, yeah, I yeah. want to see it. Yeah. Did you see Get Out? Mm-hmm. I did. Not. I, you did not see. Did you see uh, Us? 
No. See, I didn't see either one of those, and I'm 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 a big fan of Jordan Peele's, but I just don't know. Yeah. I just hate jump scare movies. I just hate those type of movies where it's just like something's going to come out of the shadows all of a sudden and and scare the mess out of me. Like I, yeah. I don't need all that. I don't know if they were big jump scare movies. Like you know, there's going to be a few, of course, but I I don't know if I'd even consider either one because it's more about it's actually more about the story with those than it is about the jump scares or the gore. In fact, I don't recall seeing much blood at all in either one of those but mm-hmm. but still it, it's still a valid comment i was just curious i kind of want to see it just because i liked his other stuff it might be one that i would that i would maybe watch if it came to a streaming service that i had or maybe go rent it or something like that but really i'm i'm, I'm looking back through the summer stuff again and there's there's a few things that i'd say yeah i'll go see it but again the only thing for the rest of this summer movie season that i'm actually looking forward to is is thor and then after that i'm kind of just Eh, whatever if i go see it i see it if i don't i'm not losing any sleep over it yeah yeah no i get it i definitely get it i do i I, i'm gonna get a little ahead here uh just because the preview came out today and i'm excited to see the new clerks movie i guess i'm i'm gonna be that guy i i I was never a fan (laughs) like i had a friend at work one time that was like oh you've never seen clerks oh you've got to see clerks look i'll let you borrow the dvd you got to go home and watch okay okay i'll go home and watch it and i was just this is it it's definitely one of those cult classic movies that Absolutely. unless you have some kind of tie to it, then you're just going to... Like, if somebody just tries to introduce it to you randomly, mm-hmm. and that's not, like, your style of movie, it's not going to be something that you're just going to fall in love with. But, I mean, I more power to the Kevin Smith fans that are that are looking forward to it. I'm, I'm glad y'all are getting another one, but I personally... Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The preview, again, just came out today. It looks, I think it looks very entertaining. Um did you ever see Clerks Two? Nope. Not nope. after seeing Clerks One. It's Clerks Two is definitely <laughs> it's definitely different, and that's because it has to be. Um, you know, it came out so many years later, and they they did it. You know, well, the first Clerks was thing. just like an indie film. It was kind of yeah. like with Blair Witch Project. You know, that thing was a phenomenon, and then they you know made a second one where people were like ah, kind of lost some of the luster. Sure, but that that wasn't. The, I don't think that was the case with Clerks, but it came out after so many VSQ movies, so it would make sense. Um, I think the thing with the uh, Kevin Smith movies is like, I mean, I, I enjoy, I think Kevin Smith is, is a fun guy. I think he does some cool stuff, but I think with Kevin Smith movies, they're pretty hit or miss. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think like they're, they're not a broad stroke of like, you're going to like everything that this guy puts out. And yeah, it, it's definitely, it's definitely, there's a, there's a vibe to his. Yeah. He's not Martin movie. Scorsese. It's not like, right. Oh yeah. Another Martin Scorsese movie yeah. is coming out. No. That's going to be yeah. a great one. Yeah. So. No, no, no. Agreed, agreed. But I, I just thought that was at the end again. The preview looks interesting. If anybody, anybody's interested, go check it out. I think you'll enjoy it if you are into that. Um, one thing I, I one other thing I guess that's you know we've talked about movies and, and TV is is video games. Have you guys been playing any Fall Guys now that everybody and their mom can play? Nope. No. No, I haven't had a chance to. You guys, but I we, will. We should get it. You guys should come join us on a Tuesday night and come play. I've actually played now. I've actually won a crown, so I can actually claim I oh, can do you it. Did so it. I did it exactly. You did that's the exactly. Thing. I did a thing, and I, I don't know how I did it, but I was happy that it happened. So, um, but I, 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 I do find that phenomenon of, you know, what are they at, 50 million users now? I don't know if that's all at once or if it was in a certain time range. But either way, either way, it's pretty cool, and it's a fun game. I, I'm, I'm Like Fortnite, I'm impressed that these games that you pay absolutely nothing for can do so well. But uh, well done on their part because mind-blowing. It's... Mind-blowing. Um... 
literally what I do all day. Is yeah, that's try true. To, <laughs> try to get people to pay for a free game, and uh, some days it's successful, and some days it's not. So it's a uh, it's a challenge, and it's fun. And people like I think the thing is, is like people are like, oh, I wouldn't. Why would I pay for this stuff when I can earn it for free or whatever? It's like, but you know, it's each their own. And again, if someone's spending money on a game, like. How does it affect you or how does it hurt well, you? Well, and, and I mean, if you really <laughs> want to start pointing fingers, I mean, I, I went to, as I mentioned, Denver Fan Expo this past weekend and I spent $100 on beer. Um, nice. You know, that didn't, that didn't, I didn't end up with anything. I don't have anything to show for it. Um, Just to I hang was, over the next I, I wasn't, luckily I wasn't too hungover, but I was tired as shit. So, yeah. um, you know, but that's it. So, I, it, you know, it's each their own kind of thing. And So you didn't end up buying any swag? I didn't buy the booths. I mean, the booths there were like the booths you see at every single con. I had a friend who went to his first one and bought some stuff for him and his kids, which was great. Um, but I just didn't see anything that really caught my eye, jumped at me. Uh, I, like I said, went to the panel, drank beer, had fun with my friends. A friend of mine, uh, we went to an arcade bar afterwards and proposed to his girlfriend after nice. three years. And that's, cool. that's because they met at Fan Expo, previously called Denver Pop Culture Con. Uh, three years ago and then went to the arcade so that was fun so i mean that was it was a good time it just it, you know the swag the swag is not why i would go to a con that's one of the things about those smaller cons that don't have booths that have exclusives it's like mm-hmm. i can literally get this any other place yep. and if you talk about some of the collectibles that are like there for uh you know resale mm-hmm. you know it's like okay i can just go on macari or eBay, you know, and get this or something like that. So it's not mm-hmm. really doing doing much either. Um, I, I did see somebody had an inbox NES brand new, the action pack for three fifty that I was very tempted to buy, then go sell it again <laughs> because <laughs> they were they were selling that way under price. So uh, I didn't, but I was thinking about it the whole time, like that's a deal. Somebody needs it or they're looking for it. And, but I mean, other than that, you know, everything's overpriced and. Nothing just jumped out at me. Again, I'm not upset about it. I don't think. Uh, I hope people had a good time. Just not my thing. Was it pretty packed, or was it like? Uh, it was packed. Normal? Yeah, people were excited, and and, and you know, um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I there weren't a lot of masks there, and I wish I actually planned to bring mine in, and then totally forgot my backpack in my car. <laughs> Didn't want to go back for it. So, um, you know, I I think having the masks on because they're required at San Diego, right, Joey? Yes, as of right now, they are. They're not yeah. quite sure how much they're going to enforce. It. I, I, I would actually think it'd be better and be more comfortable while you're inside that very packed convention center. Now, when you're outside or not there, fine. But in the convention center, I don't think it's a bad idea. Like, I don't think at fun days they're going to be. Yeah, right. But fun days, you're also not, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Like you will be on the con floor. The con floor is mm-hmm. the only place. Like I would be all, yeah, you should have a mask. Everywhere yeah. else, I mean, you probably should, but not to the same degree, at least. Yeah, the con floor. Like if you're standing in line. You're mm-hmm. back and forth, people behind you, and also people walking around you. Sure. Like, no matter where you are, you right. are literally surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. Right. So it couldn't hurt. But, but, yeah, but I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, Sandy goes in two weeks, as Joey said. We got fun. He's got fun days. What else are you doing when you're there? What else do you have planned besides a uh, Hall H possibility? Uh, probably Disney on Monday. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Uh, well, definitely. Uh, I don't know why I said probably. <laughs> um, hopefully Hall H on Saturday. 
Um, Friday obviously is fun days. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday's preview night. Mm-hmm. Um, hoping to get booth access to Funko for Wednesday. So I'm sure a lot of my time, if I do get that, will be eaten up for that. But you know, that's just a night. It's it's not a, a full day. Right. Um, Corgi's having to get together after preview night, so we've got that going on. Um, Thursday, I think, is the only day that n- there's nothing planned. Well, besides Sunday, because a lot of people are going out of town Sunday. Sure. Um, so Thursday is really kind of the only quote-unquote open day. But as far as at the con, I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be a slow day, just like it is most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. So I can actually have a chance to... to I, I'm planning on up. Thursday being kind of like a walk around and just kind of enjoying day. They're finally just starting to kind of announce panel schedule. Yep, I saw that. Um, of a few things. There's a few things that I would I would like to go check out. Um, but it just kind of depends. Um, like there's an Abbott elementary panel that they're supposed to be having. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun. There's a, what we do in the shadows, uh, panel that's been announced. Um, there's a Bob's burgers one, but unfortunately it's at the same time as fun days on Friday. So that's not going to happen. in the evening. Well, that is unfortunate. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's going to be during lineup time. Plus fun day starts oh, an hour yeah. earlier. I, I think, uh, was it like 5 PM instead of like six? I think it's six instead of seven and it's three oh. hours instead of two hours. I think maybe the last year when we all went in 2019, I think it was seven to nine, and now I think yeah, it's I think like it's six to nine, nine uh, oh, that it's being listed. Uh, that's even I know better. I know the start time is for sure six, and I know it's three hours longer. So I know it's six to nine this year, not three hours longer, three hours total, which is an hour longer. Um, so there's there's that's that crazy, and wow. then uh, Saturday is the I'm trying to think what they call it, boardies and beers um, from the uh, boards. Um, oh right right right. Yep. So a uh, bunch of us are, are going to that, and I'm sure there'll be some other people that we won't get a chance to see during the week that aren't in our kind of core group that we'll get yeah. a chance to see. Like Squidward um, sure. will be there. Um, nice. So I'll get a chance to see him and, and maybe get Please a chance to Please go sit to on the uh, Adult Swim on the Lawn for six hours. <laughs> Just. Uh, Cross-legged uh, on the grass. Please. Yeah, there's they, a reason he didn't mention that, man. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't announced anything yet. I did see that Solar Opposites is going to have a panel, and I think nice. those guys are going to be there for that. Uh, at least I think Justin Rowland's going to be there. Sure. Um, so that ought to be interesting. Uh, it just depends. Like I said, panel stuff's just kind of starting to roll out mm-hmm. uh, this week. Um, right. So by the end of by the end of this weekend, everything for the most part should be announced, and then hopefully they'll start next week doing uh, lottery stuff and all that. Right. Um, yeah, they I'm, got to. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping if maybe I can get Funko preview night from uh, the boards that maybe if if they do have lottery for other stuff that maybe I can spend those points on maybe some some autograph sessions or see what some of the other companies are announcing. I'm not sure. Like I think Lego is yet to announce what they're going to have and a few other companies. So I think plans will start coming together more here probably over the next week or so. I would love to some Rick and Morty news. So if you do go to the grass on the panel, I, it'd be great. <laughs> Did they the, even the have grass it? in the panel? <laughs> yeah, the grassy panel. The grass, the grassy panel. Um, excellent. I hope you have a good time. Obviously, safe travels and all that jazz. But appreciate it. Uh, I'm sorry that you know I'm not going and Nate's not going just because that's that. that's kind of the the origin of the dorksman. Really, if you think mm. about it, is mm. uh, is that? So it's uh, it would be next year. Maybe we'll see. Maybe I, I, I am playing with the idea of New York, but I have not looked at any prices for anything, and I wouldn't be surprised if that immediately turns me off. So I'm not going to promise you, anything. You know, and I don't know a lot about the geography of New York compared to the Javits Center where NYCC sure. actually is held. Mm-hmm. But when I did some just cursory, just 
at a glance hotel prices they weren't bad no I'm i don't almost, think it's going to be worse than san diego i'll say well, that I'm almost, much. I'm almost more worried about the travel expenses right now and, yeah, and that depends yeah that depends on on a lot of factors so, too, as far as if those costs will continue to climb or not right but regardless i hope you have a great time and, and really enjoy yourself and it's worth every penny especially with disney involved and you have a good time tell everybody we say hi of course um, no we'll tell everybody we say eat shit whatever just tell them i will acknowledge. i will tell them that Tell them that. Tell them Clint says each day. And then when they come and talk to me, I'll be like, well, that's my way of saying hello. Come on now. Yeah. I'm just going to yell it out in the middle of the lawn Clint for says Yep. Yeah, if anybody hears you, that'd be impressive. That is a crazy <laughs> line. And that was something. I was talking to somebody about it. Oh, I was talking to Brooke about it the, over at Fan Expo. I'm like, I do not understand the having to stand in line at fun days. With that said, though, I had a blast in 2019 when we stood in line for fun days. <laughs> I, th- I think it's some of that. And it's also the the general admission thing. So, well, and and there's a third thing too. So it's general admission. So like if you're one of the last ones to get in, yes, you still get in, but you've got a reserved seat. Mm -hmm. But your table may be, you know, 300 feet away from the stage. stage, Uh, And then the other thing too about it is, and again, I don't know how it's going to be set up and I don't know the reason for the extra three hours, but like, you know, get in and, and get a chance to, to go get your proto and to go get drinks if you're going to do that and to get your food and to take pictures. There's mm-hmm. a lot of pre-fun days activities that can be done. And I'm hoping that's set up pretty well this year to where you totally. get a chance to do all that stuff before the show actually gets kicked off at 6. I don't remember how early we got let in last year before the actual I thought time. it was exactly that time they mentioned. Was it? Maybe not. Maybe it was an hour before. Maybe it was six and it started at seven. So maybe they'll let you in at five. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they that they let us in about an hour early to, to kind of start doing some of that stuff. And that's the thing too. Like if you're the last part of the last group in, then you've got to wait for everybody else to do all that other stuff. Then I, I don't know. No, that's are not. They, that's are not. they doing uh, vax check and stuff? For fun days? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> you might want to get that it. checked out. Not that well, you're worried, but just be prepared. Well, uh, I've already got my stuff through um, the same thing that Emerald City used, the Clear app. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Diego's using that, so I've already got that good to go. Uh, nice. Plus, our state has a a deal where our vaccination cards are on app. Plus, I've got a picture of my vaccination card. Um, you're prepared. Yeah, and I'll get my wristband. So I'm, I'm hoping that maybe if they do check, which they may, um, I'll have the San Diego Comic Con wristband already. Plus, I'll have all the stuff on my phone. So I don't think it'll be that that big of an of an issue. But we'll see. Yeah, no, no, we good shall call. see. Good call. Well, I, I'm trying to. I'm actually looking through old episodes. I'm trying to find exactly what episode is Corgi with the Con Man. It's episode 33. Anybody going, I would strongly recommend you listen to the man, the myth, the legend himself, share as much information as he can and that he does about going to a con because he's got some good stuff in there. And, you know, to record, it's a podcast listen for us. So it's, it's win-win. Why wouldn't you do it? it? It's funny you mentioned that because I'm in a, a group text with Corgi and a couple others. It's, it's a smaller group. But as you were saying that, he was literally texting us about um, packing his backpack and packing his suitcases and doing a trial run of getting his car packed. Like literally, as you were talking about that, he's, I was seeing texts yeah. coming through about getting his stuff packed. He's hardcore, so I would uh, I would make sure to check that out and I know, check him out just on Twitter at Corgi Commander. I know he's even more 
hot tips, if you will, uh, just to make sure you're prepared. There's nothing wrong with being prepared and makes for a much more eventful and exciting adventure through San Diego, especially. And if you will be at San Diego, he will be doing some of his Corgi loot droppings. He's been posting on Twitter about that. He's got some swag to give away. So just I actually sent out. him a box of donations, so I know some of the stuff in there. Good. I'm going to steal I, all of it. I, I, you can't, I mean, I gave it away, so you're not hurting my feelings. <laughs> oh, so it's trash? Okay. <laughs> it's Never actually mind. not. It's it. just stuff I didn't want anymore, but I actually threw like some con convention uh, Funko Pops in there and some very exclusive um, other stuff I've gotten through the years that weren't Funko. So, you know, I wanted to – I'm not using it. I'm not interested in it. Let somebody else have it for free, especially if they get the excitement of finding it. So I'm all for it. So anyway, but yes, that's just another aspect. There are many accounts you should be following at San Diego for like drops and free stuff like the uh, unofficial um, SDCC blog or um, Parks, Parks and, and Cons. Thank you. Parks and Cons. Yep. I couldn't mm-hmm. think of the second word. Thank you. Uh, among others. So it's an experience. You better be prepared. Get some sleep now, Joey, because you're going to need you're going to need it. <laughs> I know. I'm fully aware. Like pass out whatever you need to. So, well, gentlemen, is there anything else on your minds? Silence. I take the the yeah. The silence is a blank. Sound you know. Of silence. That's right. Um, well, I, I think this is the best time to to kind of tell everybody that the uh, the dorksmen are, are you know obviously it's been a while since we've been on since what May is that what we determined the beginning yep, of May so. yeah it's been we were actually months. supposed to come on and talk about dork or dork night not dork Dave. night no we love no <laughs> yeah, we love Dave. we love Dave uh, but we're, there, we're there talking about him it's a short episode um, <laughs> Moon Night and. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, check out the Average Nerd Podcast. They'll also be at San Diego Comic-Con. But, um, you know, we, we've been busy. Uh, life's gotten in the way of everybody with everything and everyone and, and life, uh, whether it be family, whether it be professional, whether it be just personal or, uh, you know, it's summer. Let's face it. We actually can go outside and see people this time. So um, one thing you might have noticed is we were gone for a while. And I'm sorry to say we're going to be gone for a little while longer. We are taking a hiatus. Um and I don't know when we'll be back. I don't know. I'm not going to promise we even will. But um, you, our podcast will still be available. That is not going anywhere. We are happy to still po- be hosting what we have. What 140 episodes? So you should have something entertaining on there. Um, but you know, at some point, we're we're planning on we we, we want to leave the door open to come back when when time permits. It's just not at the moment. Um, we'll be back. I believe yeah. we will be back. Well, there you it's go. Just, it, we just I just um, I don't think we can pinpoint a, a specific day that that's going to happen no absolutely but, not um, you may pop in and record here and there you know just you know if 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 the mood strikes us i mean we the three of us are constantly chatting with each other and stuff mm-hmm. it's not like we're stopped being friends or anything like that except we'll leave know, that up to nate most of it's shit talk, be like hey guys y'all want to record sure let's go ahead <laughs> No, no, Nate's been the busiest one, by the way. So we'll tell him. Maybe oh, I can't. Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> screw you guys. But um, just a heads up, Phil and I are still planning on streaming Tuesday nights. That's not going away just because we do enjoy that. These guys are welcome to join us. I know it's you know later for Joey, of course, but always welcome. You know, I want to get Fall Guys. I think it'd be fun to get four of us to play Fall Guys and see how that goes as a team effort. I'm plugging that online so you can't just yell at me and tell me I'm stupid, even though you still can. But the point is... Um, it's not that we're mad. It's not that we're not having fun. It's not that there's no real bad reason we're not podcasting or taking a hiatus. It's because we're just busy with whatever life is throwing at us at the time. So, um, give us a listen. Our Twitter account will still be updated every once in a while. We still have Instagram. You can still reach out to us, still interact with us or as individuals, whatever you want to do, but just heads up, 
for the time being, the podcast will be on hiatus after this episode. It's true. You can blame me. I you can blame all three of us. <laughs> Joey's about to Nate. say I do, but mainly Nate. <laughs> um, mainly blame Nate. Yeah. No, but I did. I mean, again, it's just crazy. And I mean, I, I, as I said, like it's nice that Joey's going to San Diego. It's nice that people are able to get out again and do things and see people. And I know we all want to catch up on that. We want to be safe while doing it. So still wash your hands and keep your distance where you can. Good luck with that at San Diego. But Joey everywhere else, doorknobs because yeah. those are notorious for germs. Yeah, if you're on the subway, don't touch the pole or don't lick the poles, you know, whatever the case may be. But that doesn't... You know, sunscreen? Like, sunscreen's like, oh, dude, I, I went to my dermatologist today. I had to admit I had a sunburn and I wasn't happy about it. Mm. <laughs> I got uh, sunburned at the Unicorn Festival when I went with my daughter, so... I was on a patio for a couple hours for lunch last week because I had to work on the long weekend. And in the two hours I was on the patio, my arms are like lobster red. And I was, oh, it was a mistake because I forgot to put sunscreen on. And I have tattoos on both. I was about to say, you got to be extra careful. So my tattoo artist, who who wouldn't be listening right now, but if she did, she would stab me. So. <laughs> but not in the good way with needles. With I was going to no, say literally. No, no, like, yeah. <laughs> like with a rusty screwdriver, probably right in the, like shiv right in the side. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fine now, but yeah, it's just, yeah. Sunburns aren't fun. Uh, lesson learned, right? Ah, um, you know me and lessons. <laughs> lesson acknowledged. Maybe that's yes. the way to say it. Mistake um, made. We'll see what happens next time. Right. But I do want to say we've had an, an awesome time with this podcast over the last two plus years. Uh, who, I mean, no one knew this pandemic was going to happen, but uh, we had this to help us really get through it and really interact and still have a great time. Um, you know, I'm not even going to say that we wouldn't even do a Dorksman game night. I know there was some requests for that because Phil brought up jackbox on one of our tuesday night streams and people got excited so um don't be surprised if we do one of those again at some point but um you know we've had a great time we had a lot of fun guests um we've had a lot of fun topics including the color green <laughs> so one of my really, favorites yeah exactly see so there is really something for everybody on here so you know like i said there's 140 episodes give them a listen if you're looking for something to listen to but don't forget we also have uh we're still part of cross streams media which has a lot of stuff and is still adding stuff all the time so check them out as well and uh you know and all our friends we've mentioned larry sts guys we've mentioned new andrew newland and the brothers newland for toy uh for toy rewind i might have said that twice but anyway regardless um check them all out give us a listen but don't don't be surprised if we show back up one day randomly random that's right so anyway that's that anything to add gentlemen no no i think um this is good all right well then nate take us home uh yeah thank you for listening uh if you're going to sdcc please be sure to say hi to joey look for some shade under his tall giant wingspan (laughs) joey that's what you should do you should walk around with one of those big umbrella hats and just just a big straw hat and you can be like a big like i'll just charge people for exactly charge people to sit in the shade five dollars there you go per minute yep you you'd actually make some money i bet doing that it'd be a little weird but you'd make some money so remember the key to the fun days line is that you want to be just around the corner in the shade what do (laughs) you think what do you think they would do if you went over there and just start stood there don't go, like, that would be my part of, of the line. Yeah. I seriously like just stand there early and just let others come know. to you who want to come to you and you go, oh no, go ahead. I'm gonna stay here. Because it worked <laughs> out really well for us last time. I'm just saying. That'd be weird because that's like their loading zone too, right? Like I think that's yeah. like kind of the back area where they're like security would be on your ass, I think, pretty quickly. 
if the line hadn't got to that point naturally yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just showed up, and that's where I was last time. Maybe I'll just be in the bushes with some binoculars, just kind of scoping it out. Just creeping around, yeah. Do it. Why not? My walkie-talkie. Let everybody know it's time to roll. (laughs) This is is tree over. (laughs) This is tree in the bushes. (laughs) There's our episode title, Tree in the Bushes. You're going to be a tall enough bush that could Joey wouldn't tower over? I don't think so. No. No, yeah. I don't think so. It has to be one of those like really tall, shaved ones. Be a massive shrubbery. Mm. But anyway, anyway, um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Thank you Beautiful. for listening. We do appreciate it. Like Clint said, um, we'll still be around uh, if you want to continue to interact with us. Feel free to. We're always on Twitter. I'm probably on Twitter too much. Um, you know, Clint's still streaming on Tuesday with Phil. Um, you know, somehow we can work a game night in there. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, but I do. I can say we will be back. Like I, I do enjoy recording with these guys. It's just shit's just stupid crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, we're not going anywhere. We're still friends, and we'll be sure to have a public breakup if we do ever break up. Yes, very public. Public breakup. Um, but yeah, have fun in SDCC, Joey. Uh, truly wish I could be there. It just didn't work mm-hmm. out this year. I don't. Um, I know you're more upset that I can't be there than Clint not being there. So, you know, we'll just put that y'all on. Both should be there. Y'all are both jerks. That's fair. That's but we also know, you also know you have a, a plethora of other amigos. Yeah. You got friends. Family. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few. Yeah. You're, you'll be a okay. Kelly. No, she won't be there. No, Kelly she won't, won't be there. Julie will be there. Julie will be there. Yeah, she's got a cosplay and stuff. Should be interesting. Shout out to her for the for our logo, by the way. Yeah. MC so. won't be there. But you don't care about him anyways. Well, if it gets cold, I might need to borrow his jacket. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyways. Oh, uh, fantastic. On that note. On that note. All right. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Until next time. Word, homies. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.